No, not this time. <laughs> if you would please, Romans chapter 1, verse 21. Because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorrupted God into an image made like a corruptible man, and the birds, and four-footed beasts, and creepy things. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshiped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this call God gave them up, and the vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, bearing in their lust one towards another. Men were men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of the error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind, to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural, na- natural affection, unplacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Pray with me, please. Father, would you bless your word to our hearts tonight and help us to obey thy word, not only hear it and glorify it as, as your word, but Lord, we need to be taught to obey thy word. Whatever you say, Lord, let's do it. Bless us tonight now, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to major on verse 21, if I could, because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful. Now, Dr. Bob Jones Sr. said one time, the loneliest flower that blooms is in the garden of the heart is a flower, is a flower of gratitude. When gratitude dies on the altar of a man's heart, he is well nigh gone. In Romans chapter 1, verse 21 through 28, it says, When they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imagination. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things that were not convenient. Now notice it all begins though with they were not thankful. And because they were not thankful, God gave them up. Now a lot of sins committed today is because people are not thankful in their heart. I want to know as I read the Bible how to have a thankful heart. A man can never be genuinely thankful and he recognize where the things he possesses come from. Now, turn to James with me for just a second now. I was talking to somebody the other day about this very thing, and it hit me. Uh, and I really believe in James chapter 1, 
I want to read it to you first. In James chapter 1, verse 17. Verse 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and coming down from the Father of lights with whom is no glorious, neither shadow of turning. I like to think about that every good thing comes from God. Now, a man can never be genuinely thankful then until he recognizes that. God wants us to feel everything comes from Him. The most sinful man is a person who thinks he is a self-made man. I'm a self-made man. I know what I am. I've made it myself. David said in Psalms 102 verse 2, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Amen? I like that. All the things we enjoy are benefits received from God. Now, I thank God for my family, my children, especially my great, my grandchildren, and even my great-grandchildren. <coughs> and they come around sometime, and I sit with my boys especially. They're getting to that age, you know, that... Uh, uh, they ain't as smart as they thought they were. And uh, they come to Paul Paul and just say, uh, Paul, what do you think about this? And, and they, they'll talk to me about things that they're doing in their life. And how did I learn to do this? How did I do this? And so on. Now, and every time, I, they want to know, how did I get where I'm at in life? And, you know, I have a very peaceful life. I've got everything that I need in the Lord. I mean, I could, I could, like I've said to a lot of people, I could take an old fishing pole, a can of worm, go sit down by a creek and be happy. That's just where it's at. I don't need everything that I used to need. And God's been very good to me. And every time I tell them uh, that when you recognize, if you want to be happy in life, you want to have peace in life, when you recognize that everything you've got and everything that you are, including your health and your wife and family and everything else, every bit of it comes from God. Now, until you do that, you're not going to be happy. David said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. All the things we enjoy are benefits received from God then. For instance, my salvation is from the Lord. My existence is from the Lord. Everything I have is from the Lord. So the basis of thanksgiving is a recognition that everything comes from God. Gave me all, God gave me all that I have. Number two, what are, are we to be thankful for? Now, Ephesians chapter 5, please. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 20. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 20. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, notice the word here, all things. Do you know what that means? That means even bad things that we call bad things. Do you know how to be thankful? Think, just think. That's what the word means. Just think about it. Think about it. Think of, of who you are and why are you who you are. I was thinking about this the other day. I was born in a little old bitty place. I, I cared 
my wife Evelyn up to West Florida where I was born right after we got married and I thought my grandpa had the best home I'd ever seen when I was six years old. And I, I, in my mind, I wanted to go back and see Grandpa's big old house with a porch all the way around it, and, uh, and the big old farm and big oak trees. I remember the big oak trees, and he had a two-horse farm, which was something big in that part of the country, and the big fields that he had, and the people he had working for him. And I went back up there, and the little old house wouldn't fit. A, that everything he had would go across this building here with a porch around it. That was about the size of it. And all these years, I thought, what a place Grandpa had, you know? And I wanted to go back and see it. And I think, isn't it something? From where I came from, way back there in the woods. I mean, we had an old mule wagon and so on. That's all we had. And down through the years, I watched how God worked. He blew you around. He gets you where He wants you to be. He he wants you to be. And I just think about this. I sit and think about where I came from, how I got here, the things that I went through, and I can go back and say, boy, at the time, those are hard things to go through. But I look back now and I say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for letting me go through them because it made me wiser. It made me to the place I'm so thankful for everything I got. Uh, Thank you, your health. And why are you healthy and still alive? Think about this. Thank you, your friends, and why they come into your life. I know a lot of people that don't even have any friends. I mean, all, all they have is themselves. I, I don't want to live that way. I thank God for my friends. Dr. Curtis Hudson said something one time. He said, if you in the end of your life have five friends, five friends that you count on your hand is truly your friends, you are a blessed person. Man, I got a lot more than that. And God has blessed me on every side. Now the psalmist says, What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits? You know what you can render unto the Lord for all his benefits? Thanking. Thanking him. Just giving him thanks for everything. Now, how to always be thankful? Psalms 100, verse 4. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. Here's the thing about being thankful. Notice other people around you. See what God has done for you. Now, there's a difference in noticing what around you and people around you and being envious and being proud. That you, I'm better off than they are. That ain't what he's talking about. But did you ever go out down the street and see these homeless people on every side, it seems like? And I was asking my wife the other day, I said, how did they get here? How, how, how is it that they're out here on the street and everything they got is in a grocery cart going down the sidewalk? What's the difference in them and me? How come and I'm not there and they're there? And you know what I, I think? I look at them in their situation. I look at me and how God has blessed me. And, I, and I'm not making fun of them or, or thinking down on them. What I am saying is, thank you, Lord, for my blessings and how you've blessed me. And I believe that's where you get a thankful heart. Listen to this again, please. Psalms 100, verse 4. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him 
and bless His name. I get blessed on every side. And I am so thankful that I got friends and I got loved ones that love me and want to see uh, if I need anything, they come and help me with it. But I thank God that all of that comes from God. Now, I see people all the time who have cancer or heart trouble or just sick all the time and have pain all the time. And yet, I've been blessed so much God has been so good to me. Very little is wrong with me. And yet I'm uh, here I am fixing to turn 88 years old. And all these years, I've never been operated on except to sort my back where a truck run over one time. But uh, just uh, I've never been in the hospital, but just a couple of days. And I look at it and I go visit people that's in the hospital all the time. And I thank God for my health. I just do. I see people all the time who are riding bicycles. No car, no truck, no transportation. Just to get around, they have to ride a bicycle. Yet God has been so good to me. And I think about it. I don't have to walk to the store. I don't have to walk to work or walk to see my uh, people. Think about it. God is so good. And when you have a thankful heart, then you, all these things that's mentioned in Romans chapter 1 is not in you. It's to be thankful for everything God's done for you. And I believe it all begins with a grateful, thankful heart. And God is very good to us all. Amen. And how to be, I guess what I'm trying to say is, there's an old thing, remember the old thing I showed you years ago, how did you turn a frown upside down? It, how, how does it take some let's just say I don't know I can't remember what it is take a hundred muscles to frown uh, or a thousand muscles to frown and a hundred to smile and I've thought about that many times why do you go around I, I was looking at Trump the other day that guy just tears me not Trump the other one Biden you ever look at his face hey it's always down. And you never see his smile. You never see him with his, his face lit up with a smile. And you wonder what's bothering him and what's going on. I believe it's because he's not thankful for what God has done for him. Amen. And that, that's true in everybody I meet. The person that's happy, the person that's full of joy, is the person that has thankful to God for everything that's happened to him and everything that God's done for him. I'm glad I'm still alive. Amen? Only by the grace of God. And I look at it and I think, God, thank you for what you've done for me. That makes me happy. And you know what? A happy person can take a lot more than an unhappy person. An unhappy person is right on the verge of just going nuts. You know when somebody says uh, something bad to me, you know what I say to him? I don't care. And I mean it. I don't care. You ain't bothering me because I know what's in here and what God's done for me. And I'm thankful. So you can say whatever you want to. Don't bother me. I might shoot you, but otherwise I'm just a happy guy. And I want to stay there. There's an old song. Uh, you remember what that... 
uh, song when he jumped out of a something years ago. It kind of my when he come out and started happy, happy, happy. That's the way I want to live. I got a little I got a little thing in my drawer at home, and I get it out of once in a while. It's the pink bunny, and I wind it up. There he goes. He don't quit. Amen. I just love to live that way because I'm thankful, and I truly mean it. I am thankful to God for everything He's done for me. Stand with me, please. Father, would you bless us tonight? <coughs> and go with us, Lord, and those that's sick. Lord, I, I think there's so many sick right now. And I think of Hinton and others. Hinton wants to be here so bad, but he can't. And there's just so many. And if you'll touch their bodies and souls and spirits and raise them up, we'll praise you for it. But help us to be blessed and bless your holy name for what you do for us. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Come right on, please. Hymn number 209. Hymn number 209. Wherever he leads, I'll go. And we'll sing out on that first verse. Take up thy cross and follow me. Surrender your all today.